Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're uh, at the conclusion of Job chapter 26, looking at verses 5 through 14 in the New Living Translation. Job is the speaker. It reads, The dead tremble, those who live beneath the waters. The underworld is naked in God's presence. The place of destruction is uncovered. God stretches the northern sky over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. He wraps the rain in his thick clouds and the clouds don't burst with the weight. He covers the face of the moon, shrouding it with his clouds. He created the horizons when he separated the waters. He set the boundary between day and night. The foundations of heaven tremble. They shudder at his rebuke. By his power, the sea grew calm. By his skill, he crushed the great sea monster. His spirit made the heavens beautiful, and his power pierced the gliding serpent. These are just the beginning of all that he does, merely a whisper of his power. Who then can comprehend the thunder of his power? Again, this is Job chapter 26, verses 5 through 14 in the New Living Translation. Uh, This is Job's ninth speech, a response to Bildad. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scotts. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at the 26th chapter of Job, verses 5 through 14 and the New Living Translation. In this section, Job praises God and his awesome power in uh, creation. G. Campbell Morgan says that um, to show the poverty of Bildad's argument, Job spoke of the greatness of God to prove that he knew it, and even more perfectly than his friends. And Matthew Henry says that the dispute between Job and his friends were uh, concerning points in which they differed. But now... They could all agree on the infinite glory and power of God. And uh, Matthew Henry also said, It would be great if all disputes about matters of religion might end in glorifying God as Lord of all and our Lord. And that is so true. Anything, uh, all meetings of the mind, whether we agree or not, should, especially when it comes to matters of religion, we should end agreeing that God is worth uh, all the glory and that he is our Lord.
Job repeatedly refers to the dark, gloomy place of uh, Sheol. And uh, Ab- okay, I got to think about how to pronounce this. Abaddon refers to the place of destruction that he speaks of in verses 5 and 6. And it's a place of perishing or ruin. And uh, it said that in the in Revelations, Abaddon was one of the um, angels. But here it's a place. Let's see. In extolling Job's uh, God's greatness, Job points out that God can see things, including in the realm of the dead. And then Job uh, moves from the realm of the dead to the sky to demonstrate God's supremacy spans the entire creation. And if we look above us to the earth above and the waters below, we can see striking instances of God's omnipotence, which Job speaks about in these verses. And I love that God, it says God hangs the earth upon nothing. I love that. He sets bounds to the waters of the sea and um, compasses them in that they may not return to cover the earth. And they are bound and shall continue unmoved, unshaken, unworn till the day and night come to an end when time shall be no more. And I saw an article uh, on the internet saying the things that science have proven. And one thing that science has proven is the great flood. And they're saying if Job was after uh, Noah, he would know about the great flood that covered the entire earth. And um, it also talked about um, in that article about the earth and how, you know, the things that the scripture has said about the earth that science science has proven. And, uh, you know, it's we know that we serve a mighty God. We know that we serve an omnipotent, a powerful God. But science agrees with uh, what God's word has said. Okay, back to my notes. The um, Let's see. The mighty acts, and I'm skipping down to verse 14. The mighty acts of God only give a glimpse of his power. So from verse 7 through verse 14 talks verses 7 through 14 talks about the mighty acts of God and that's just a glimpse a small peek at what God can do God is mighty the mighty thunder and wind is only a whisper to God and um, when Job talks about it he's foreshadowing when God's going to speak to him from a whirlwind elsewhere God speaks as a whisper and that's in First King, chapter 19. Job's description of the power of God is amazing and impressive. Yet Job knew that this description did not begin to fully describe God. And just as Job knows that, we do too. That there is no way we can comprehend, we can describe our God. And we thank God that we serve a God who made us, not a God that we made. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you are all-powerful. We thank you that you are amazing. We're, we thank you that we see your hand in everything, everything from the skies above us to the uh, 
oceans and the bodies of water to everything in between. We see your hand and we know that you made everything beautiful and you made everything to fit perfectly uh, the way it was designed to fit. Uh, I think Solomon pointed that out. God, we thank you that, you know, your creation works the way it should. And I heard um, my favorite actor, I can't think of his name, from Star Trek, William Shatner, when he went into space, saying how awesome and amazing it is. And God, we know that you're awesome and you are amazing. And we praise you and we glorify you. God bless those who need you in a special way. You know what needs what the needs are. We thank you in advance. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. <music>